regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Steve, and as I am every week, I am joined by my two bezes, mezes. Hmm. Introduce yourself, person on the bottom edge. This is difficult on Zoom. This is the first yeah. time I've had to introduce you to on Zoom. You see, I, I did can't... it two weeks ago. I'm introducing myself now. I'm saying I did it two weeks ago. You reacted the same way, and yeah. you learned nothing, Steve. I'm John Blythe. <laughs> I am sowing what I reaped, I, or vice versa. And uh, <laughs> tonight, I will be taking you on a whistle-stop tour of murders in another world. Whoa. That Hello. sounds... Incredible. Gav. Hello. That's the voice of Gav creeping in. <laughs> That's me, baby. You think he's not there, but there he is. Um, and tonight uh, I will be bringing the yucks and the chucks, um, but also telling you about a little story about going to see a little film by Mr. Chrissy Nolans. Um, I love it. It's not very long, but it's very funny. So, And I, what did I do? I've literally forgotten. Oh, uh, desks. <laughs> the desks. Yeah, that's it. Um, I've been writing an SEO baiting feature in order to try and lure Google spiders into the podcast um, by giving you some top tips on how to clean your desk during coronavirus. And nice. if you stick around, uh, not only will number six blow you away, and that's clickbait, that's not SEO, there's a difference. Um, <laughs> you will actually find out how to how to clean a desk. I do yeah. put that information in there at the end. So, because, because, you know, it is actually very important that you keep your desk uh, not just clean and tidy, but sanitized as more and more of us return to the office. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I take <laughs> health and safety very seriously, especially in the workplace. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow. So, go on. I, no, you can carry on, Steve. I know you can do 3,000 words here. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Oh! Steve, you missed Log and I having a chat before you came in about my new hat. Oh, yeah, I can't. I oh, can't help but notice. I can't help but notice, Steve, <laughs> that you you didn't mention the hat. Like I did. I did. Yeah, there was a lot going on with the mic stuff, so I'm assuming that's why he has mentioned. Yeah, I was. Um, I was this. thinking all, all audio, but the Gam, that's a striking new hat. It's um. Well, this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> did you Where'd not you think? It? Steve, when he mentioned your hair, did you not think that was him begging for you to talk about his hat? <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's all better look at Gab's hair to see if I can comment. Oh, I can't because I was obscured <laughs> by a beautiful red cap. <laughs> but I was telling because I've bought a flat cap at the age of 35, I feel like I need to have like a lanyard that says, I'm not wearing this because I'm bald. <laughs> I've got loads actually There's loads of hair there and, it um, and your hair looks good when you take it off as well You've got hair that defies hat hair Yeah and I, Gab, you've got such good hair That it's like Tom Cruise Wearing his little um, coronavirus mask At the, yes. at the uh, yeah, cinema yeah. And just whipping oh. it off and going I'm fucking Tom Cruise The hottest man <laughs> in Hollywood and To be fair, we are a podcast of good hair Like mm. everyone has got pretty decent hair yeah. I don't think I would do a podcast with anyone who had crap hair, to be fair. That's true. Um, 
It used to be embarrassing when we were yeah. out and about. Yeah. Fucking hell. I just realized yeah. how, what a tightrope I constantly walk. <laughs> one, one day, I, if I one day wake up with bad hair. Don't, is my... Luckily, uh, well, luckily that'll I, never happen. Not to us, anyway. If I, uh, I'd rather be dead um, than have bad hair, to be fair. So. I think um, the point you raised about the, uh, the cap not being there to cover up baldness, I, th- I yeah. think uh, people without hair, mm. they've, they've had a stranglehold on hats for far yeah. too long. I think it's time that people with, with hair get, <laughs> get a bite of that I'm cherry. taking it back. I'm taking it back. <laughs> I would go even further and say I, think, I, th- I don't think bald people should be allowed to wear hats. They should, only be, they should only be allowed to wear translucent hats. Yeah. <laughs> or big, hel- big see-through helmets. <laughs> <laughs> that prevent them from actually talking to you. <laughs> yes. Just or fish bowls. <laughs> well, also, I feel like um, bald people spit more. I don't know. Maybe that's. Maybe that's. <laughs> okay. You, ha- you feel. You feel that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them spit that's, that's without the, knowing. That's the so. first time I've ever wanted to say facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's bloody true. It's bloody true. Um, but you know, speaking about Tom Cruise and his little coronavirus mask, mm. I was meant to be at that cinema when Tom Cruise went to watch Tenet. But you had film. that cough, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was meant I was meant to go, but I just didn't really? go because it was early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you go to myself. a cinema during coronavirus? What do you think about that? I have been. I just I went one, but I I checked first to see what their um, what film was showing. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a top tip. Notice film. <laughs> Check what film is showing. <laughs> Check that the cinema is open. Ooh, <laughs> that's true. The showings. And if it's buy a ticket. decent, and and if you can go there by transport mm. um, or walk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I bought a ticket to a, a place in uh, as a Chinese theater in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> oh Everyone has a really nice time at all the time. <laughs> and it's like, it's oh fuck, away. this thing starts in two hours. Um, but yeah i was meant to be at that cinema with tom cruise but i didn't i went a different day instead um Mm. but i did check and what they were doing was i they were selling like less seats so there was a huge gap in between them so you basically sit and then there's nobody else around you for like four seats Um, four seats that's fucking was it more expensive no Four seats either side, not in front or behind, though, which I found I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. Was it staggered to along? Yeah, kind of, but not in. But yeah, along four every four, but not in front of you. So there was someone sitting directly behind me. Oh no, they should be yeah. behind you and to along. It should be knights' yeah, moves everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't like that at all, and I had time to shut up as well. What it's a turn around during. <laughs> Fuck off! Who is he talking to? <laughs> you? Some girl. Um, there's a there's a bit in Tenet, um, which I've been making myself laugh, saying Tenet in Tenet today. Um, it's French, but, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a bit in it where, like, a big twist happens. And, like, it's... It, it, the film's fine. Like, it's okay. But there's the twist, you basically know what it... Like, it's not like a twist that's like Sixth Sense twist, so I'm not spoiling anything like that. But it's like... Uh, a thing that you can work out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's, it's pretty obvious from the first second. That's not me being, I'm not clever with films. That's not me being all Matt Lee's about it. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, it is pretty obvious what's going on. But just as the moment where they're just about to show it, the guy behind her just turned to his girlfriend and said the thing that was about to happen Fucking... really loud. <laughs> was that because he'd guessed it or because he, he knew? No, because he'd guessed it at that exact second before they revealed it. <laughs> and he needed, he needed everyone needed to, to tell her. And I was like, it, it was like a microsecond before it was revealed. It was the last possible moment that he could say it and sound a little bit smart. And he said it really loud. And it's, it's quite a big bit. And I just went, <laughs> I just started laughing really loud because it made me laugh so much. And I was kind of bored with the film by that point. So I was looking around for anything. I just love the idea. I just want him to have been sat four seats away from his girlfriend and had to shout it to get her to hear. It was so I think funny. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sarah, he's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't touched anyone, has he? (laughs) I had no interest in seeing Tenet until Mm. um, I just saw four seconds of a trailer. Mm. And it's someone standing in a puddle, but the puddle goes backwards. And a lady's voice says, everything's different, but you're the same. (laughs) And it's like, whoa, fuck, I'm sold. <laughs> what it was about it. It's like, this looks fucking awesome. It stands in a puddle. The puddle goes backwards. Hang Some on. fucking serious shit's going down in this film. It goes backwards. Tenet is a palindrome. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, it's time. I think it's the River Song uh, Doctor Who idea. That I bet that's a twist. Um, don't tell me. It's fine. I just what, want is to the river, what is the River Song Doctor Who twist? So... I don't know that. River Song is a character in Doctor Who who yeah. he first meets when he first meets her. Yeah. It's the she, last time she meets him and they're time right. travelers going in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh it's as her character arc progresses, mm. um it's getting she, she's learning less she knows less and less about him right. until the last time he meets her and he's lived a whole life with her is the Aww. first time she meets him. It's quite touching. I wanted to take part in that, but Steve did it so well. I felt, <laughs> I want to chip in. I like Doctor Who. <laughs> but no, uh, that's fair. I won't, I won't say if that's what happens in Tenet. What I will say is that sounds a lot better than what does happen in Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was especially good because they spread it over like three Doctors and five seasons. Did they? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it ended with Capaldi. It started with wow. Tenant and ended with Capaldi. Anyway. I, I'm guessing that you knew what the deal was when, when you first meet them, and you're not just going, why is she acting all mad? Her, her whole deal with him is she won't give him any spoilers, and he's heard the implicit thing is, please don't spoil my life for me as well. Spoiler because, alert. When, and that's because, spoilers, sweetie. She says in that, in that voice she does. <laughs> <laughs> are they sha- are they shagging in the in it? Oh fuck, they're married. They get a fucking bone oh. on. But are they Twice. married? Because, are they married because he's like, if she said no, he could go. Oh no, actually, 
you go. Yeah, we do. We actually do get married, so you got to do yeah. that. We're, oh, we're sorry, re- spoiled it. Oh, shit, oh, sorry, it. spoiled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to. Um, <laughs> just like he's, they're just at the zoo one day having a really lovely day. He's like, oh, I didn't want to spoil it, but um, you actually tug me off here. In front of, yeah, that's like, <laughs> in front of all these I, kids, I, I think it's oh, it's disgusting. But, but if you if you don't do it, you'll kind of break the timeline. Yeah, and I don't want that. And, and a monster will wank me off in front of you. <laughs> Milk me, and then just hold me, because my name is Juicy Susan. Hello, I'm a wizard. I'm also a horse. Or am I? Feel my long canicular wizard hat. Go on, have a squeeze. That's right. Get your hand rounded. Now press your finger on the tip. Now, give it a tug at the end. Go on, whip it off. That's right, baby. That was no wizard's hat. It was my horn sheath. I'm a unicorn, you pieces of shit. My name's Ryan Tiddler. (laughs) I'm a wild beast that delights children with my astonishing horn, and that's been my motto since I came to life in the 1970s, and I refuse to change it because a couple <laughs> of celebrity journalists have got filthy minds. I've recently landed a plum job as a private investigator. It was going to be a policeman, but private investigator tested better in very recent focus groups. I've got two hot murders to investigate today, one in the Goblin Castle and the other in the Fairy Queen's Glade. And I want you to help me solve these crimes before the sunrise turns me back into a horse. Here's the first crime that has been driving me hoofy. I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the CCTV footage somewhere. Uh, so that is, um, now we're going to read scenario one from the <laughs> the shared document I sent you. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I'll, I'll take a role that doesn't require much reading because... I'm the only one of us going through orthodontics at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You be the little posh boy then. And there it is. I have just written my royal goblin will. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yes. Father, put not the thought of your death into mine goblin head, lest I weep a tear so large and bouncy that it ricochets around the room for twenty terrifying seconds before startling the royal crow into laying an unexpected egg, an egg containing a baby crow born of astonishment that will live its life in a state of perpetual dumbfoundedness. I did a lisp in, as I said, yes, because I thought, because you said about your lisp, and then you abandoned the lisp. <laughs> After one, after one S word. That's very kind of you. The list pops up unexpectedly. I can't control it. There you go. Nice, nicely done. Very good. I'm not going to lie, Jason. I haven't got a clue what you're on about, but it sounded lovely. So without wanting to spoil the thrill of who gets what after my death, I have this to say to you, my two children, namely Anthony, an insufferable turd of a child whom I regret every day, and Jason, who I'd shit myself inside out for. Father, that was so touchingly uncouth, I could fan out my wings and caw in delight. So here, I've left everything to Jason. Except the secret crown of nine perpetually farting bumholes, which Anthony must wear to my funeral. There are more bumholes on that crown than a goblin has fingers, so a goblin can never entirely plug the crown. So that means everyone will be at my funeral all sad and looking at Anthony 
thinking he's farting from his head and fingering his hat. This crown, father, I shall put it into the... I shall put it into the... Oh, that's hard for me. I shall put it into <laughs> the... That'll the, be the bequeath, list. It's the list that's coming back. <laughs> this crown, father, I shall put it into the bequeathing chest forthwith... And far be it from me to blow my trumpet and eat it, but I rather fancy I shall be a remarkable king. My first act will be to put trick nuts on the back wheel of the Royal BMX. Well, this fucking sucks. What the fuck? You see, Andy, Jason talks all proper and fancy, and all you've said so far is the two parts of that me-sowing-me-reaping tweet. You're too online, Anthony. <laughs> 99% of people don't know about that fucking tweet by screaming but come. <laughs> I shall not tarry a moment longer. I shall carry out a preliminary emerald count and get my assistants to draft some legislation making holy sepulchre tartan carpets compulsory in goblin brothels so that the cum, blood, and piss might blend in. Assistant? Oh, man. Remember when Graham Linehan pretended to take a day off Twitter at Christmas then pretended to be his assistant posting on his behalf? That guy... No, Dickhead. no, Anthony, no one remembers what Graham Linan was doing in 2018. Be gone while I do some completely non-lethal tasks. There is now a montage of Jason counting the emeralds and Anthony tapping away on his phone for five minutes or so. One, um, did I do that? Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do it in the same. 200 emeralds. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've been stabbed in my tummy by one of my sons. But which one? <laughs> right, so that was CCTV. So, that was CCTV footage murder. of the crime. Now I need you <clears throat> to solve the crime with me. There's clues strewn through it. Some red herrings, some are bona fide clues. <laughs> it's so, it's um, audio, audio only CCTV. There's no footage of the stabbing. <laughs> No, yes, it's the, the opposite of what CCTV normally is, which is <laughs> annoying for me because running a pub, like I do, I often want to listen to people's conversations from the previous <laughs> night and I can't. <laughs> so have you noticed anything, any weird inconsistencies in that? Anything um, Other sort of like... a lisp, fucking disappearing lisp every two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> if you don't know, um, I'm, I'm going to start no, unrolling okay. them. Well, you know what, it's because it's... it's it's difficult to read a script and absorb clues in, as you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, you're reading the words. The words, the words of the clues. If you don't absorb them through the saliva in your mouth as you read them, mm. I don't know if I can help you become a detective. I bet Tom Hardy had no idea what the fuck was going on in Batman when he was. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just too busy being Bane. <laughs> that remember all that the is what happens. I'm just busy being Bane. Yeah, I'm a busy bee. I'm busy bee. Also, bee for Bane. What, what happens to Batman in that one? The thing is, that would make sense though, because if you were, if you were, were a method actor, which I don't know if Tom Hardy is, but I, for this, he is. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't make it if you were really method and you really were Bane. Then you wouldn't. They wouldn't. You not on a film set. He thinks well, he's in Gotham the entire time. Well, yeah, you'd want to be in darkness about the plot because you were born in darkness. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Lovely. So, give us some clues. The clues. First clue is that Anthony the Goblin is not too online. Actually, he just likes scrolling through Twitter while he's having conversations with people. 
and that's fine. Another clue is that how does the king know about the year in which Graham Linnan pretended to be uh, on offline for a bit? Also, yeah. have you not considered the fact that goblins do not have enough fingers to plug the farting crown, and yet when Anthony put the crown into the box, it was not farting? I was going to say that, <laughs> but you Obviously. but you jumped down my throat. I was going to say that. I was going to say. Yeah. That. Have you considered the fact that maybe Jason is a crow, and that whimsical crow aside was not mm. just whimsical pure whimsy, crow but foreshadowed. Is that, when, is that when a clown kills a crow? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, that was him being careless. He was letting on about his history, and it was not nearly as careless as when Jason ostensibly a goblin said i can fan my wings out and core in delight oh it's beginning to look like jason is a crow but why does he Mm. talk in a posh english accent? why does he put but if he's a crow why does he talk in a posh english accent because he is evil like all posh people because because (laughs) because yes (laughs) the clues were all there how deep does this go (laughs) Bearing in mind, he didn't even want to do this feature. And, <laughs> and now it's like the most intense thing he's ever written. So just to rewind, it turns out that the Goblin, can, the goblin King had been trolling his son with a Twitter alt, but he got owned with a well-judged SpongeBob meme. But rather than take the L, the King decided to jump ship to TikTok, hoping his antics would get posted back on the bird site so that his son could read it. Having read that TikTok algorithms reward first posts with artificially boosted engagement to get you addicted, he set up a new account and filmed a video of him hitting the royal crows on the beak and making them call like a xylophone. That is what Jason, who is not a goblin but a crow with a wart on his beak, saw when he first came out of his egg, which also had a wart on it. He saw his mum getting bonked on the beak. He murdered and replaced the real Jason using his sharp crow rings and was going to murder the king until he revealed his last will and testament. This melted his heart and converted him to loving his father. Unfortunately that day, Anthony stabbed his dad in the tummy because he'd cut it out of his will and wanted him to wear a crown of bumholes. It was Anthony, the online asshole who murdered his dad. (laughs) Yay, I thought it was me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I maimed him. You read it in... I, I, I saw you feeling that script, Gav, and I fucking I appreciate that. <laughs> that. That's that's good. It's good to not know because then I could act it normal. Yeah. It's like there you go. It's like in Clue when they filmed all the different endings in Cluedo, the film, and they fil- they filmed all the different endings, so no one knew what was going and on. They played them all at the same time, which is why no one knows what happens yeah. at the end. Of that film. <laughs> <laughs> Over the top of each other, fifty percent opacity on everything. <laughs> And it's just deafening because they just added all the sounds together. <laughs> made them all really loud. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, unfortunately, I got so excited that I forgot that I am Ryan Tiddler, the unicorn. So I better guess. Back into... Here. Thanks for your help on that one. I am the Riddle Unicorn, and children adore climbing onto me and screaming in delight as they ride me into a casino and drink complimentary cocktails while I cane their parents' credit cards on the slots. That's another one of my day one mottos, and no amount of boring protests outside my magical paddock will make me change it. Look, guys, I didn't change. You did. Since when did Casino Royale become Casino Virtue Signaling Soy Cucks? Anyway, I've got another scenario that's been whinnying me in the flanks until my mane got really horsey. 
can you help me solve this crime? Can I be the dryad? Yeah. What a lovely day in the fairy circle. The sun feels like butterflies dancing on my nose. It's a perfectly wonderful day for the fairy queen's costume party. I am such a murdery fucker. I'm going to murder the next arsehole who comes into this glade. Oh, Dryad, I do like hanging out with you. You're so funny. Can you just say that again into my phone so I can do a vine of it? I said I am a gigantic murderer, and I can't wait to murder as many people as it takes to sate my bottomless bloodlust. Well, that was nearly longer than seven seconds, but never mind. Anyway, if, there's, if, if, if there was a murder to happen, Dryad, in the glade at around seven o'clock tonight, who do you think would have done it? Oh, almost certainly me. Especially if you were stabbed in the guts, because that's how I like to kill people. Stabbed in the guts. Got it. Yes, that's great. Hey guys, I'm Kodama. I'm a Japanese tree spirit. Yeah, mate. You're on the see also section of the wiki page for our triads. <laughs> Don't act like you required any kind of knowledge of research. Yeah, cool guys. I love the attitude. What time is it? Uh... I heard there's a fun Wadland costume party starting at 7 o'clock, and I don't want to miss it. It's one minute to seven. You're just in time. Yeah, just in time to get murdered by me. Everything goes black, and then goes light again. Oh no, my tummy got a stab at it. But who did it? (laughs) Do you have any ideas about who might have done this? That's harder than the first one. It is harder. And I was doing a different voice, so I wasn't even paying attention (laughs) to what the clues were. I was paying, because I only had three lines in that one, I could pay a bit more attention Mm. to act one of that CCTV reel. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me like the nymph was setting up the dryad. That's very... Yeah. Did I, did getting, I key getting, into that one? Getting getting it on film and stuff like that. Yeah. On first inspection, yeah. it, it does seem clear that Dryad is a murderer who just wants to kill things. Mm-hmm. Or Hizzy, remember, this is a costume party. <clears throat> but is the Kadama so innocent? Was there actually a costume party? Oh. You might think that the nymph was setting up the Dryad as a patsy, getting evidence to convict him, to free See? himself up to do the crime. But remember... There was a costume party on. Was that really the nymph? Why was the dryad so sensitive about the Kadama? You're forgetting this was actually a costume party. Or was it? Maybe the nymph knows more than he's letting on. But if that's the case, who was the Kadama? And where is the fairy queen? It's her costume party after all. But if that's the case, there's only one conclusion left to draw. The nymph was the fairy queen, the dryad was her lover, and the Kadama was just some dickhead who they killed for kicks. (laughs) Well, I'm just a humble unicorn. I'm not about to tell anyone that the Fairy Queen did it, so let's just all sit in here. Let's just sit here, knowing it happened. <laughs> no, we know it happened, and we know that nothing will ever be done about it. Let's just sit here, knowing that justice only exists in five-second videos of a racist getting punched on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the unicorn, and my... And the unicorn of justice, or whatever the fuck, Ryan Tiddler is my name. And children simply won't stop plunging their hands into my luxuriant mane, yanking out tufts of my hair by the roots and smoking it for that 17-day unicorn high. And if you don't like it, that's your right, but daubing my mobile home with graffiti that reads, fuck off your gay drug horse, frankly says more about you than it does me. (laughs) 
Anyway, I don't have any more mysteries, so I must remove my horn and go back to my everyday job of being the boss horse from that the last live show we did at the King Billy all those years ago. Good night. Whoa. There you go. That's the big reveal. That was boss horse. Wow. <laughs> boss yeah, it's like there's three regular features nerds losing their fucking minds right now. <laughs> Ooh, squirty squirty. You squirty birty. Ooh, squirty squirty. You dirty birty. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature Steve's How to Clean a Desk During the Time of Coronavirus. As you all know, I've been spending most of my lockdown uh, doing a lot of uh, various jobs i've been furloughed i've been sort of doing lots of like freelance jobs here and there writing about some video games but i've been doing a lot of more boring writing work you know the the stuff like copywriting for blogs and things and i've been learning a lot about how to write effective copy that um attracts google's search spiders which uh, <laughs> i understand crawl around the internet looking for the most googled terms and you're supposed to pepper them. I think this is a, this is this is a well-known thing, right? Hey, this is how you, you, you pepper the web with a, you pepper the web with your Google Spider bait. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen all these blog posts. I've been writing them. Um, so every single one of them. Every, yeah, I've written so many of them that I sort of I couldn't. I went to write a feature this week, and I just couldn't. It was I was I was stuck in that gear. Yeah. So I just I just went with it. This is the best way to clean your office desk. <laughs> Love it. Wait. Many people often ask how to clean office desk or what is best way to disinfect a very large keyboard. Luckily, I'm here to give you all the tips for cleaning office, mouse and peripherals and computer peripherals. And if you stick around, I'll even answer that perennial question. What is coronavirus and how can I prevent it going in my mouth? Are you ready? Let's go. Here are the top 10 ways to clean, sanitize, disinfect an office desk and chair and keyboard. Coronavirus, coronavirus, social distancing. Number one, grabbing the desk firmly with both hands, gently tip it backwards and shake it until all of the objects and computers and that slide off it and onto the floor. These objects are not part of the desk and can be disregarded from now on. Two, still holding the desk with both hands, drag the office desk into the corridor and away from the poisonous environment of the office. Now crane your neck upwards towards the ceiling and shout, How old is coronavirus? And what is coronavirus's net worth? Three, <laughs> continue dragging the desk towards the elevators. If a colleague approaches you and asks, How tall is Tom Hardy? Tell them, Tom Hardy is 175 centimeters tall making sure to look down as you respond so that any coronavirus hiding in your lungs tumbles out of your mouth and into your own shoes. Four, funny TikTok videos. Five, <laughs> maneuver your desk into the elevator and ask yourself, how many stories does the Burj Khalifa have? Subtract that number from the number of stories in your office and round it up to the nearest ground floor to find out the best way to get to a ground floor. <laughs> Try not to think about elevator deaths and how many people die in an elevator each year and videos of elevator accidents. <laughs> Continue dragging your desk until you're outside on the street. Call an Uber using your Uber promo code. Uber Eats promo code. Uber Eats promo code August 2020. And get inside with your big dirty desk. 
Now ask the Uber driver, where is a Papa John's near me? And does Papa John's do breakfast? And is Papa John's open now? Because you are hungry for a Papa John's pizza and you love Papa John's deals. Seven, enjoy a delicious Papa John's discount. Eight, Papa John. Nine, oh my God, it's really him. It's Papa John himself. Ten, you try to speak, but Papa John places a single wet finger over your lips, which are thick with vegan cheese. Alternative cheese, best vegan cheese for pizza. <laughs> Papa John's finger tastes like vinegar and stings. He gestures to the office desk you dragged into his restaurant, a desk that is absolutely humming with coronavirus, and makes an expression that seems to say, may I do you the honor of disinfecting your office desk while you enjoy a delicious Papa John's pizza? You nod, and Papa John produces a microfiber cloth lightly dampened with a solution of 50% white vinegar and 50% water, and begins wiping in broad strokes from side to side. This is how you clean an office desk and how you remove stains from an office desk, he says. He then produces an alcohol-based disinfectant wipe and carefully wipes down the surfaces, paying close attention to high-touch areas. And this is what kills coronavirus and how you disinfect an office desk. He smiles and returns to the kitchen, and you can't help but think, how old is Papa John? Why was Papa John fired? Does Shaquille O'Neal own a Papa John? Did Shaquille O'Neal buy tigers from Joe Exotic? I guess we'll never know. <laughs> that was brilliant. I love that. Oh, I God. would give anything for you to file that instead of your actual thing that you I've just filed 3000 words on how to clean an office desk. What was it? How what how did you break it down in 3000 words? I think the most detailed explanation I gave was um you know those little uh, the desk organizers that are made up of like three cylinders they're plastic and they're blue and you put your pens in them. Yeah yeah. But they're they're molded plastic and you know a disinfectant wipe isn't going to get in between the crevices. So what you need to do is fill up a sink with warm, soapy water. Uh. And that's how you can clean awkwardly shaped desk peripherals and accessories <laughs> like desk organizers and binders for your printed files. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever find yourself like hitting a little groove where you're just like, I know what the next 800 words look like? I've just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered uh, fucking high touch point areas. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe if people walk by your desk, they might lean on the corner of your desk, pay special attention to special leaning areas. Special leaning, so, yeah. If you have a leaner in your office, pay yeah, pay attention to where he's touching. Consider like painting his hands red so you can spot his leaning areas. <laughs> I like to think you got to like 2,600, you're just like fiddling, you going, fire! No, no fire. <laughs> fire. fire. Fire should, fire should be... Should be treated as a last resort. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I, I, I do remember, I think it was like, <clears throat> it wasn't loads after you got the job, but I remember us being out somewhere. It might have been a party or it might have been a work, uh, Games Works thing or just just for fun because we like fun. Um, I remember <laughs> like we got, it was just the two of us and we started chatting about you just got this job and you were doing you were writing about sheds 
And I remember having like one of the funniest <laughs> conversations I've ever had with you because you just you were just like, Gav, do you want to know how to write about anything? Because I think I had it had start with a compliment, which was me just going, well, I to be fair, I I genuinely think you can you can make you can write anything. You're such a good writer, you could make anything interesting, and I I think that is a good thing about you that I love. And you said it's easy. You just say, <laughs> um, and I think it was just like. Just when you thought you knew everything about, <laughs> and you were just like, well, you couldn't say anything you want there. Sheds. If you thought you knew everything about sheds, think again. I think the exact <laughs> line is, um, while you weren't paying attention, yeah. sheds came back. <laughs> I remember just like howling when you said it. Like, I thought it was the funniest thing I ever heard. Like, because it places the blame on the reader for like letting their guard down. <laughs> well, you were you were watching films, bloody bloody sheds came back. Yeah, well, you were well, living you're... your life. <laughs> Everyone's eating lasagna now. <laughs> In your shed, you've been ignoring. There's a dinner party in your shed and you weren't invited. In your lasagna shed. Hi, I'm the monolith from 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Why aren't you listening to the Regular Features podcast? I'm just going to pull up the uh, patrons. Noise. Are we going to give them all woodland names? <laughs> like nymph, dry nymphy egg. names. No, they 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 get angry if we don't do the. Yeah, you've got to do the bee thing. Yeah, shit, fuck. That's really. We dug ourselves a big hive for a grave there. Hive. <laughs> save it. Save it, log. <laughs> Spunking off your bee names before we've even started recording. <laughs> hey guys, that's it. We're done. We're out. We're over. We're finished. This is it. But we'll be back. But first, let's go. <laughs> you guys didn't like the new that. That was my new take on the outro. I liked it. But <laughs> you it, both it felt fucking done. stared at me like I just did a shit. I was on the fucking final. Wikipedia page for bees, Steve. Leave me alone. <laughs> it sounded too final for my liking. It did That's sound it. a bit terminal, didn't it? There shall be no more. Be Unless. no more. Oh, bees. Oh, we just yeah, told you okay. to stop giving away your bee this names is, yeah. so easily. <laughs> Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. That is our little money hole, and we await your coin finger to worm its way in. Uh, with yes, consent. be sure to finger coins in and not beckon coins out. That's all I oh, ask. Yeah. That's daylight robbery. <laughs> if you were to, if you were to like, oh, only if the sun shines out of your ass, <laughs> like a little pied piper marching coin after coin out of our ass, <laughs> with your little thieving piccolo, <laughs> I would personally be livid. But I am not livid. I'm the opposite of livid. At the following patrons, and to celebrate their patronage, I would like you to give each of them. Their own personalized <laughs> bee name. Oh, for fuck. 
This ah. section feels more and more God. like we're being held hostage every week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> held hostage in like just encased in a hexagon of amber. <laughs> Martin Thorogood. Martin oh. Thorax Good. Ha- honey knees. Honey knees. <laughs> Beatrix Paninis. <laughs> It's got to sound like his name. <laughs> you just say That's it. Words. <laughs> Hang on. Say his name again, Steve. Martin Thorogood. Oh, Thorax. Okay, you do get Thorax yeah, on that one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's got four of the letters of Thorax in there. Yeah. Hayden Fox. I'm Hayden the fact there's no bees on my picnic. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you want bees at your picnic. Fuck off. Yes, they're the best guests. Yeah, we love the bees. Ants, ants carry it away to their hidey hole. Bees celebrate it by stinging your cakes. There you go. That's and just science. Sting my cakes. Jeffrey, sting my cakes. That is your name. <laughs> Bill Phillips. I hope you won't bill me for that sting I did on your leg. <laughs> Fill us up with your sting. Yeah. Fill us up with your delicious, delicious honey, Phil. Come on, mate. <laughs> Fill my hexagon. <laughs> I think this uh this this new this new outro has got legs. B legs. How many legs? <laughs> Little B legs. How many, how many legs has it got? <laughs> Eight. Is that how many legs bees have? No, six. Yeah, you're, count, you're counting Eight. the antenna. They can do handstands, but <laughs> that does not make them legs. <laughs> you were so quick in with that. You count the antennas. Like, this is not your first rodeo. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> well, well, well. You walked right into that one. <laughs> you walked into my little sticky patch of honey, didn't you? <laughs> That's the thing, though. He's Steve's not going to know. He gives us the names. We we're the ones who are the B experts. He just has yeah. to sit there and groove on it. Um, disparaging about our B stuff. I don't think he's disparaging. Actually, I think he's very supportive. Yeah, I'm always egging you on. Oh, like wait a B egg. Fucking- oh very good right i've got to go (laughs) again i am i'm sweaty we're recording all these from our homes but steve if people do want a b name what what, how can they get a b name what they got to do oh they got to go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by uh donating as much as they wish from their own personal honey pots yes and then by helping us make the podcast, we will bestow upon you a B name. Oh, nice. And you can stow that B name wherever you please. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> this is why I'm not involved in the brilliant. B name stuff, right? That, that, that is, Jesus, man. I like it. No, wo- I like no it wonder you, you can write 3,000 words about fucking cleaning <laughs> yeah. your desk. That was astonishing. Oh, that was excellent. Right. Uh, Thank I'll you, be, everyone. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank God you. Bless you. Love you. Goodbye. Oh.